Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast, coming in your ear holes, and sorry about episode one, I did not know what happened. Um, looks like it didn't go out. Uh, it was saved and uploaded, ready to go, um, but now you get to double dip. You got two episodes out on the airwaves, so... Um, episode two coming at you for the Recation podcast. Um, like always, I skipped out on the first one just because we were getting into it, but you got to hit the people that make this possible. Exodus Outdoor Gear, Rec Broadheads, First Form Supplements, um, just to name a few. Like I said, there's one more coming down the line that I'm excited to chat you with you about, but getting into day two, which is actually day three, but we're going to call it day two and start from here. Um, went out in the evening um, I recorded midday there, so from everything now, day three will be tomorrow, so that you get a day and a half here. Um, so you get Sunday night into Monday, full day. So Sunday night I went out, um, went in on JoJo. Um, JoJo has not shown this year, um, not on any cam at all. Um, I passed Frank this year. Um, he broke his brow and his G2 off. I think that deer is like six years old. Um, I passed him in early, uh, early mid-October on a scrape, and uh, – he, he daylighted again, um, got a good look at him, and real real cool deer, just broke some tines off. Um, like I said, if you're if it was just a mature deer I was after, I'd have a buck tag for sure, but uh, filled for sure. But anyways, I went out, set up on a JoJo where he came across on November 1st, um, and uh, like I said, he has not showed up this year, so I don't know if he's alive or not, but um, set there. And seeing a small buck down in the bottom, real, real windy. It's been cold and windy and rainy. Um, if you've been hunting the Midwest, you kind of know what the weather's been like. I mean, it's just been real, 
real crappy. Um, like the you know it's getting better now, but there this last weekend was just rain and mist and um, nasty. Uh, but um, I had a doe come out, and this is the farm that the farmer wants me to shoot a lot of does and. And uh, I was sitting there, and she came out, and I was watching her. I watched her for about five to eight minutes, I don't know, somewhere in there. And uh, nothing came, nothing came. Then she walked a 15-yard broadside. So by the time she walked there, she had probably been mm, she'd probably been out there 10 minutes and uh, total. And uh, I decided to go ahead and take her, shot her. Um, uh, Wreck did the job, man, just – dropped her i shot her right behind the shoulder and hit the opposite shoulder um and she just folded like a pile of bricks and i've had that happen in the past um where i've shot them like that and they've got back up um and i didn't want to track this deer at all so i took that opportunity and when she hit the ground i shot her again um so um what's really cool is i got the broadhead out the opposite side shoulder of that deer which is that's awesome it's, and it's perfectly fine um, took out the insert, the weighted insert, um, broke it out of the arrow, but did not break the broadhead, went all the way through into the opposite shoulder, wedged in there when I was cleaning the deer. But anyways, I got the deer, I got down. Um, it was still, I still had like an hour dark left till dark. It was raining real hard. Um, I got down, dragged that deer, uh, doe over to the base of my tree and then climbed back up and hunted the rest of the night and ended up seeing a small little eight pointer. Um, and then another doe way off in the field. Um, that eight pointer kind of wanted to work out, um, end up working along, just not really cruising. A lot of people are seeing cruising, but I'm not seeing cruising, but, um, but then the, one of the coolest things that happened that night, a possum come out at last night and, uh, he just walking along, walking along. And when he hit downwind of that blood where that doe got shot, he raised up on his back feet, sat there and smelled and then ran away as fast as he could. Um, I don't know if maybe he was just associated that smell with like a carcass and maybe coyotes are around or something but he did not like it at all but uh just a real funny encounter just up sitting right down on his butt standing straight up looking sniffing sniffing the air you know and then gone like a bolt of lightning um but that was that night so got the doe got her tagged up got her loaded up big doe it's um all i could do to get her in the back of the truck by myself um uh, drug her up in there, got her home. Um, the perfect weather to hang a doe overnight. We had this absolute beautiful weather for that. Um, uh, so the temp for today um, was a high of 38, a low of 28. And man, that 28 was cold. But anyways, uh, perfect temperatures to hang a deer in. Um, you know, 28 degrees last night, um, and so much easier to work with so i i skinned her out gutted her skinned her out um got rid of all that let the meat hang and man when that silver skin's frozen on the outside just so much easier to work with but uh i got that deer today um got it left it up overnight this morning i went out went to the urban piece set up right in the heart of it and uh, haven't been getting a lot, most of the time getting a lot more trail cam activity, but I had a trail cam that was down that I got back up today. Um, but I haven't really been getting a ton of activity on that property. Um, so wanted to go out there and check it out. Um, and it really it really kicked on about the 4th, 5th of uh, November going on to like the 10th. Um, so that's when the does are in, you know, hot there. 
but uh went in there and uh hung up and had a spike buck come in the spot i'm hanging is the absolute x of the property it's the center of the property it's where four trails come together whether they're coming off the ag or whether they're coming off the acorns it's downwind of doe bedding um it's on a ridge that kind of circles around it's kind of like a perfect absolute money setup um, and I'm set up real high up in a tree. It slopes down. So where the deer are probably 25, 27 feet and I'm 20 feet with the slope. So they really got to look up to, to spot me. <sighs> Get a drink of water, man. All days, not all days, but long days in the stands, uh, chap lips and, uh, dry throats, man. But anyways, uh, so had that spike buck come in at first light, did a rattling sequence, didn't have anything come in. Um, then I had three does come in, work along and, and man, they were, they were 15 yards, 12 yards, just browsing on acorns. And then one tried to, to get me with the old head bob, you know, tried to, try to get, notice something filming, probably moved, moving the camera or something. She noticed something and, um, really was watching me and never did bust me or anything like that. Um, they worked off right into the doe bedding. Um, I slipped out of there. I left all my stuff hanging took my bow and my tree arm and my camera and all that just because of the pure, pure fact of, you know, stuff changes, you know, you're, you can look at the weather, but you never can hundred percent predict what's going on. So I left my full mobile setup, but I took my bow and everything that I needed to hunt. The only thing I left in there that I forgot was the GoPro hanging up on a limb. Um, so it's going to be sitting overnight. It'd be dead as shit in the morning when I get there. Um, but, uh, anyways, um, got down, got that trail camera running, went and pulled another one. It had died um, real early in the year. I don't know what happened. One of those deal where you probably had one bad battery, you know, and it just shit the bed, but didn't get a lot of pictures on it. Stopped taking pictures like first week of October. Um, so didn't get a lot of intel on that. No shooter bucks on it. Um, I do have a mobile on the top and no shooter bucks on it. It's kind of in a better spot than I thought it was going to be. It needs to be moved, but, uh, haven't got to it like one of the, all the other things. But, uh, this afternoon the wind switched a little bit and I didn't want to go back in there. Um, and I have a buck that has been pretty frequent that I call, uh, Arlie. Um, I call him Arlie off of the, the, uh, drill sergeant from full metal jacket. Uh, Cause he's a bully. And then, uh, I have another buck called Mitch and they've been on cam, but not in daylight, you know. But this time of year, if you have a buck that's repeatedly on cam in your area, he could daylight like any moment um, if he's, you know, consistently there. So I went in and uh, tried to uh, figure out where they were at, what they got going on, and uh, set up in the spot where um, the Leroy has daylighted before. Had a doe come out to the plot, and, man, she fed for 50 minutes. Um, the plot got extra weedy this year. Didn't kill it good enough. Um, there's still some over, there's still some growth there, but nothing like it was in the past. I really didn't do a good job on the plot, but still enough there for them to tweak their interest. But doe came and fed for a while. And, um, like I said, 50 minutes and then she was kind of working off. And then, um, to the South, there's a scrape that's been hit by all these bucks. And I hear a, like something's coming through the corn, you know, 67 yards away. And out paps this buck, rakes the tree branches like crazy. They're snapping. I mean, he's fired up, pawing at the ground. Um, just a real nice, solid 10 with big brows. 
heavy, kind of short time, but real solid. The buck, I have no idea who it was, where he came from. Um, hopefully he sticks around though, but just raked the shit out of that scrape. And then, um, I seen him kind of watching him trying to figure out what I thought he might was going to do. And then he worked off oh, and I grunted at him twice and he kind of stopped and then he kept working away and then I could let him get out of sight. And then I rattled and, uh, that doe that I had in the plot had kind of worked its way up there and she was getting chased all over hell. So, um, so they were running back and forth in the corn, making all kinds of ruckus, and I didn't see anything the rest of the night. Um, I left everything in the tree on that one. Um, so whether the wind's good or not, I got to go. For a morning set, um, I checked the weather, and I can get away with a lot of different winds in there because um, the deer kind of go from all directions as long as there's anything out of the west. So it says southwest going to west, northwest, which is all fine. Um, southwest is probably the best. So uh, I cut a gigantic limb down, like four-arm-sized limb. I let it get real dark, cut that limb down, get some more shooting, and then uh, and then um, came home. Um, and that was my day, and now I'm podcast with you guys. Um, but for what uh, the Bucks are doing, um, man, some of my buddies, like Garrett, um, some of my other buddies, um, Gary, he, he killed a buck. Um, Garrett um, been on Giants every single time he's been out. Um uh, the, the, if you have a hot doe, it is on fire. Like just straight up. If the, if you have a doe that a buck is following, you need to be hunting that area hard. Cause you got one of the first doe that's coming in and it's, it's crazy out there when you got a doe like that. Um, you're going to have every buck that you got around, um, coming into there. So, um, but yeah, bucks are hitting scrapes still, um, still real active daylighting. Um, I mean, it's, it's, one of the best late Octobers I've ever seen, to be honest with you, for, for deer daylighting. Uh, late in the morning and early in the evening. And, not, you know, I'm I'm not seeing midday stuff, but I know a lot of people are hunting all day and still seeing deer moving with these weather temps. So um, tomorrow is Halloween, so the game plan is is to go back in on Mitch and uh, the, uh, the Arlie buck and then this new buck that I don't have a name for. See if any any of them around. There's a lot, there's a lot a lot of does on the property this year. I've seen uh every every time I went out I've seen a doe or two, so that that's good man. That's more than I normally see on that piece. So the does are there. That's my most consistent buck on cam area, whether it's daylight or dark, doesn't matter. Um, so I'm gonna go there because at this time of year, like I said, even if you have bucks at midnight, they're they're there if they're consistent. Um, and that's what a lot of it is, is midnight one, two hitting scrapes. But uh, I'm going to go in there and uh, see what I can do tomorrow. Um, tomorrow morning's weather is 27 for the low, 36 for the high. Partly cloudy with high, high winds. Um, so the wind is going to go from uh, at 7 a.m. is going to be 10-ish. And by 11, it's going to be 25 gusting to 35 and pretty much stay there for the whole evening, um, which that is going to be brutal if you plan on hunting Halloween, Halloween evening, which is always a great night. I'm going to go out in the morning, um, hunt there, uh, same spot on the plot in the pinch, and uh, hopefully kill a buck. But uh, tomorrow evening, of course, Halloween, you know what I got to do. I got to be trick-or-treating with the boys and the, the little girl. Um, I got to get out there and, uh, get those goods, you know, uh, the neighbor, um, probably in her early nineties, late eighties, 
makes uh, the popcorn marshmallow balls every year. I got to snag two of those suckers, so I can't miss that. Not going to miss my kids trick-or-treating anyways. Um, so that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to hunt the morning, um, and then I'm going to go to my boys' Halloween parade costume thing that they do at the school. Um, come home, I got half a deer to still grind. I got half of it ground today, kind of midday. Actually, I came home, cut that deer up, ground a little bit of it. Um, I still have another half of a deer to grind. Um, get it, that all in the freezer wrapped up. Going to start some deer jerky tomorrow evening. That's the plan. Um, excited about that. Start that kind of when I get back out of the stand, probably 10, 11. Probably get home at 11. Start that jerky, you know, get that good, good. Get some snacks in the stands for these long sets coming. Um, and uh, like I said, go to the parade, enjoy trick-or-treat with the family, enjoy an evening with the family, and then get right back out there. Um, and hunt hunting uh, November 1st, baby, November 1st, right around the corner. So I'll be tuning in tomorrow and let you know how the morning went, um, and then uh, we'll go from there. But like always, man, appreciate you guys tuning in. Hopefully you're out there killing an absolute slammer. Keep the positivity up. Um, sometimes you can have long sets when shit ain't moving, um, but it don't take much to change your season, man. Just like tonight, wasn't seeing much, wasn't seeing much, boom, shooter. Um, 70 yards away, just wouldn't come into the horns, wouldn't come into the grunt, chasing does, worried about does. Um, but you can all change real quick. Love you guys. Um, go kill a buck. We out. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.